Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It is time to get her going. We're going to go fully interactive for the next half hour. Uh, We can talk about the current plight of the Edmonton Oilers. The reality is they've got the second most points since Christmas. And yet, I think there's a lot of uh, question marks in oil country. I also, and we'll open up the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Creek Resort and Casino Excitement Bet on it, open 24-7, 365. We can also talk a bit about fighting. Nobody has an opinion on fighting, do they? Like, I'd be interested... Brendan, what percentage of our texters on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063, get the new floors you've always wanted, Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. What percentage of our texters or couples, like when people go to the games and they watch the games, do they say, oh no, there's a fight, I can't watch this. Does that happen? Or is there a little dirty secret where the reality is, hockey fans don't mind seeing the occasional tilt. And does the league, you know, do leagues do a potential disservice? Is their integrity lost in a game when they take away the right of the players to police themselves on the ice? 780-496-0063. The River Creek Resort and Exc- uh, Casino Excitement Bet on it. You can chime in and uh, tell us how you feel. We'll tell you that guests in the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Come in and check out their new location, 3975 Calgary Trail. All right, we got a lot of text to get to. Again, we're going to open up the phone line. Maybe nobody's got an opinion on it, Brendan. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe. Uh, we're saying this because you look at the Quebec League. They've taken fighting out. Part of the reason why that's happening is they're getting pressure at uh, the political levels. And in Quebec, the province is underwriting the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. There's not as many profitable franchises. Certainly in Quebec, there isn't. Uh, Some of the ones in the Atlantic do quite well. All right. Uh, What do you think? No, you got to let the players please themselves? Brendan? Yeah, Yeah, we're... I mean, good grief. We're calling it the entertainment business, and I don't know that you see a crowd more entertained than when something even potentially is about to break out. So when I see two linesmen rushing in there to pull back two willing combatants, I really have to shake my head. I have to say, we've got to get away from that. Even if the punishment ends up stiffer via penalty. Mike Mike says, when you go to a game and there's a fight, everyone is watching it. Always has been that way, always will be that way. That one comes to us from Mike. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. MD says, 
I don't mind seeing the odd fight. Not a big part of the game anymore, and Neanderthals are out of the league. The fight I don't like is after a clean hit. That needs to be sorted out. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. I feel like nobody who watches hockey is against fighting, says uh, James. I don't understand the debate, if I'm being honest, but I understand where the conversation is coming from. There you go. Uh, the Fizzler says, this is a preemptive text <laughs> for David Staples. You guys have done it. I'm voting UCP and federal PCs because I'm tired of the garbage left of the people who coddle scumbags. The Fizzler adds, I'm in favor of fighting because there needs to be accountability and sometimes a two-minute minor or a small face wash just doesn't cut it. Wow, this is, Brendan, this is, it's the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Nobody wants to come in and bring the juice on the uh, River Creek Resort Casino. Are the phone lines working? I mean, you, you ever, now, I do find on the weekend, on like Mondays, they tend to be a little bit hotter of the calls. Um, Andrew says, Bob, I believe Connor will get to 71. Uh, we'll get 71. If he wants, never get it against McDavid. Ten games left, five versus bottom teams. We'll set records, book it. We'll get first place. And uh, But the hockey gods want L.A. versus Vegas. It has to happen. Hmm, interesting. And Rosito says, every, good, uh, every traditionalist loves a good hit, but the world is getting very soft, and I'm sure you're aware. Sadly, probably in my lifetime, there will be no hitting in 20 years from now. Uh, Joe Rogan calls it, I'm going to uh, paraphrase, wussification. He wasn't the first one to call it that. George Carlin did a whole segment on the wussification of the North American male. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Dell says, Bob, uh, if the NHL ever stops policing themselves, it will be a sad day for the league. Still haven't seen a live NHL fight. Hopefully, I see one before these pigeons take it away. Wow. That's bringing some heat. There you go. You can text us. 780-496-0063. Bob, absolutely allow the players to police themselves. Let the tree huggers and granola crunchers watch the Quebec League. The Girthquake says, My God, Dreisaitl's precision pass to an exploding McDavid moving faster than Natty's Lamberlini was just filthier than an old sewer puddle. Cup is coming home this year, baby. That one comes to us from Girthquake. Girthquake. This texture says, I'm in, fighting, I'm in favor of fighting as long as they... Uh, take off their blanket helmets. Hate seeing players bashing each other's visors, destroying their own hands. Again, keep texting. We've got lots of texts coming in. We'll open up the River Cree Resort and Casino uh, hotline. Bob, George Carlin was an absolute classic, a man far too uh, good uh, for the time that he lived. Well, he was ahead of his time. Let's go to Ben on line number one. Ben, you're on orders now. What do you got? Hey, Bob. How's it going today? Good. Hey Bob, uh, just a quick comment here on the fighting. Yeah, uh, you uh, had we're talk- I believe you were talking to Frank Cervalli there a few days ago about it, and uh, I think I'm, uh, I'm I think I'm on Frank's side on this too. When it when it comes to getting a clean hit, Bob, yeah. why does a clean hit have to be met with uh, with a fight? Uh, 
You tell me. Uh, I, I think you have to protect your star players. Are we talking about a clean hit on a star player? No, I'm talking about a clean hit on, 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 on anybody. Well, on you're set, and that's the conversation that the NHL managers had. Why? Because you got a guy like Jacob Truba, who's a very good player for the Rangers. He's their captain. And yeah. uh, to paraphrase all-star celebrity blow-up, he blows up guys real good. Like, he catches yeah. guys all the time, and he's had to fight a ton. Yeah, and he's, he's, he's the Scott Stevens, I think, of, of today's of today's game, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. And Stevens might have been a little bit better player, but uh, no, no that's but, fair. But, but, but when it came to open ice hits, I don't think anybody did it any better than him. Yeah, but uh, but I, I think a guy like I think a guy like uh, like Brad Marchand, uh, a guy that uses his stick and uh, is actually overly overly physical, uh, and I would say dirty. Uh, that guy needs to be accountable. But I think that a good, clean hit by anybody on somebody else does not have to be met with retribution. When I was playing hockey, Bob, uh, if, you got, if you got hit hard, uh, you got up and got his number, and if you didn't get his number, somebody else gave it to you, and you went out and gave him a good hit. Uh, it might not be that game, but it will come, and that's how you got even. I don't think it needs to be. Uh, I don't think it needs to be met with uh, with fighting. I think fighting there's a, there's a place for fighting in hockey, but I think uh, when it comes to uh, good clean hits being met almost every time with the fight, I think that that's uh, I think that's wrong. All right, that's just my opinion. Thanks, Ben. Take care. You bet. 780-496-0063. Wow. Uh, Haji's going to go old school. Bob, as campy as the movie Youngblood was, maybe the hockey world should have recognized the underlying theme. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the 80s cinematic classic, Youngblood, Ratke pushed the envelope knowing the officials wouldn't call everything. The Mustangs and Youngblood were eventually forced to police themselves as the league would not uh, be able to police themselves. The players would not be able to police themselves. There's a reason. Officials are called on-ice officials and not on-ice police. Their job is to enforce rules. If there is no respect for the rules, officials can only call penalties as empowered by the rules. Players policing themselves can add a level of uh, deterrence, which the rule book may not provide on its own. As you have intimated, the weasels running around taking cheap shots. Uh, wow, well, no, no, no. Where did it go? Taking cheap shots and borderline penalties, but dirty used to know that there would be reckoning if they went knee on knee with a player like Connor McDavid, as an example. The other lesson that Youngblood taught us: hockey hair is commitment. That one comes to us from Hachi. Oh man, that is uh, that's going back in the day. Uh, Cynthia Gibb was in Young Blood. Dean Millard, who used to work on Global TV, does a bunch of different podcasts. Biggest Young Blood fan I know. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Trevor's up in Fort McMurray. Is going to join us on line two. Hi, Trevor. How you doing? Hey, great. Thanks. Yeah, these guys making these comments about uh, why does every good hit have to be followed by a fight? Like that's just. You know, it's just not realistic. Like, what do the Oilers have a fight every third or fourth game? Yeah. There's lots and lots of lots and lots of hits. Uh, in fact, the vast, vast majority of hits are not followed by a fight. And I love fighting. No one, no one goes for popcorn when there's a fight. Everyone's on their. And when you talk about the players not allowing it, you watch the bench when there's a fight, and there is nothing like it gets them more excited than a goal. 
when there's a fight. Like, I mean, the players love it. Uh, the fans love it. You know, no one switches the channel. No one goes for popcorn. And people, com- you know, at all complaining that there somehow would be too many fights. Like I said, what is it? Every third or fourth game, we actually have a good tilt. Um, it, fighting is a small, small component of the game, and I think an important one. I played junior back in the early 80s, and I love fighting. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Very well stated, Trevor. Thanks. Call again. 780-496-0063. We're going to go to Paul on line number three. Paul, you're in orders now. How are you doing? Yeah, hey, Bob. Hey. Uh, I'm just wondering, so, you know, they're talking about uh, the clean hit and, and fighting after a clean hit. But I think what they're forgetting is these these guys like they're it's part of, you're part of a team. You're you're those relationships that you form like those are your best friends. You have their backs at all costs. It's that mentality. So clean hit or dirty hit, it doesn't matter. When you see your buddy get you know nailed like that, you it's your instinct. It's your it's what kind of it's it's in you to to protect your friends, to protect your teammates. So I don't think that you can you can uh, that there's a difference between a clean hit and a dirty hit when it comes to fighting. Okay, uh, thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks for the call. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I remember one guy who really sort of equivocated this well. That's twice I've used that word, maybe wrongly on the show. Who knows? Uh, Matt Henricks. Nail Yakupov scored a goal, celebrated. The Winnipeg Jets got a little bit upset, and then Yakupov got in a fencing contest with, like, Dustin Bufflin. And Matt Hendricks jumped in there for Yak, and I'm thinking to myself, I wish Yak was a little bit more understated. And I, I said to Hendricks, like, you know, what do you think? He goes, Bob, that's my teammate. I'm blank and protecting him. Okay, I'm not making a judgment. They're, he goes, the Jets are cheesed off because we're kicking their ass, and Yakupov scores, and I'm going to protect them. And then, later in that year, Aaron Ekblad was coming back behind the goal, and he didn't see Henricks. Henricks sort of drafted off of another defenseman, and Henricks got all of Ekblad and concussed him. So the next time the Oilers played Florida, remember, they only played him like twice a year back then, he knew it was coming. And Gazdick and Henricks are sitting there stretching in the warm-up, and they had uh, Thornton at that time. Had signed, and, he, and Hendricks knew, because I got to take a fight here. He he knew he was going to, because I did it. I got to deal with the repercussions. Love Matt Hendricks. Great guy. One of my favorite guys of all time. Oh, this is getting bad, Brendan. I don't know what's with these glasses. I can't. Uh, we're going to go to Pat on line number one. Pat, how you doing? Yeah, hey, Bob. How are you? Good. Um, quick comment about it. I, I mean, basically, hockey is intimidation. There's intimidation all throughout the sport. A big hit is intimidation the other team. They can make it clean, whether it's big or not. They can go light and take the guy out and still make the play. Uh, we yeah. lost. Everything in hockey is intimidation. Well, you sound like Freddie Sherrill, because he used to say that back in the day, right? He said intimidation's a big part of hockey, and there's a degree of physical. I know this. If I see Connor McDavid hit from the side, like when Hampus Lindholm buried him in the boards that time and they didn't call it, I'm like, somebody's got to go grab Hampus Lindholm and speed bag him. I'm serious. Like, that that can't happen. So, thanks thanks for the call, Pat. We got yeah, it. Let's go to Bob. Uh, we're going to go to Bob on line two. I'm going to try to rack through a bunch of calls here. Bob, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Good. What do you think? 
So, I, you know what? Is there not enough, like uh, you commented earlier, about the pussification of hockey? I, and said, I said wussification, but yes, yeah. I, I know where you're going. Yes. Yeah, well, so, I mean, you know what? We're men. Men fight. So, like, what's next? No slap shots? No hitting? <laughs> you know, we, we, we go to hockey to watch the rough and tumble of a, a, a good game. And if there's no threat of ever getting beaten up for making a bad or doing a bad um, hit or, you know, intimidations. I mean, what was, and I'm not trying to disparage any names, but what was uh, Semenko, George LaRock, uh, Ty Domi? Like, there was players throughout history that were there that if anybody started pulling a uh, you know, hitting the, the star players, that was their role. They knew their job. And, they, they do their job, and, and, and I think hawk or, or fighting is very important because if there's no threat of that happening, then you know what? You're going to have all kinds of cheap shots and everything else. And I, I watch hockey not just to watch the fighting, but it's the, the hit and the rough and tumble. Thanks, right? Bob. And, and, and fighting's part of it. Thanks, Bob. Good call. 780-496-0063. Rob on line three. Hello, Rob. How you doing? Good. How, Bob? Good. Love the show. Listen to it every day. Uh, just my thoughts on this. Like, it kind of, I, I kind of want to do a correlation to like the high school bully on the playground. You know, you got to have somebody that steps in and protects the weaker or, you know, the less fortunate. And society, I think, is just getting a little too soft. Like, you need somebody to step in there and force, you know, these bullies that are taking the cheap shots on the star players. And, you know, like like the guy said, the rule book just doesn't do it and cover it, so we need to self-police. And it, I'd be really sad, you know, after 40-some years of watching hockey and playing hockey to see it disappear because I think it's really needed in this team sport. All right, great stuff. Thanks, Rob. Let's go to John on line number four. John, you're in Oilers now. How you doing? Good, Bob. Good talking to you again. Yep. Any quick question for you? I've been reading articles on the uh, computer regarding – uh, buying out Campbell for next year and looking at that Carter Kirk from I, I do I do not I, I saw the piece that was written by Ken Campbell. I don't see that as being a viable option at this time. No? No. Can I ask you why, quickly? I think you gotta give a guy another year. There's lots of goaltenders that struggle in the first year with teams. You made a five year yeah. commitment with this guy that's at least try to find a way to work with him. That's where I'm coming okay. from. But I understand yeah. the okay. question. Okay? Thanks, Bob. You bet. Let's go to Christine on line number five. Hi, Christine. How are you doing? <laughs> Hi, Bob. I'm doing awesome. Um, I just want to give you all a female perspective on the fighting. <laughs> yep. Um, I am not a super fan of it. I, I just prefer the finesse. But having said that, um, you know, that's just young males with testosterone. That's, that's just what they need to do. And you're right. It does completely provide some some entertainment but uh, just just thought i might throw some female perspective in there for you because not everybody loves the fighting <laughs> okay thanks christine i could okay. look, yeah I, you know what and nobody wants here's the thing about fighting i don't think anybody really wants to see anybody get hurt they just want to see the degree of accountability so uh excellent rapid fire segment with everybody thanks for jumping aboard on the river Cree resort and casino hotline and we'll return with the orders now prospect report and bust in some texts as well on the ashley fine floors text line with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. It's out of Edmonton. Bob, God bless Don Sherry and Rock'em Sock'em. <laughs> wow. Uh, Bob, here's uh, a perspective on fighting in hockey. Ask the average fan, uh, average fan to name the ten uh, top 10 NHL tough guys throughout history. And then ask the same fan to name the same 10 Lady Bing Award winners. Remember when Stan, Peter, Stan Makita won the Lady Bing? Well, I wasn't actually born when Stan Makita won the Lady Bing, but he had a ton of penalty minutes. John Beliveau is considered one of the classiest guys in NHL history. He led the league in penalty minutes because he had to protect himself when the Montreal Canadiens bought the Quebec Senior League and got him to play. It like had huge PIM totals his first couple of years. Toyota is now prospect report for Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace Reface. And here is Brendan Escott. Okay, well, I figured we'd take a little uh, deeper look at Carl Berglund, who the team signed yesterday. We mentioned earlier in the show it is college free agent signing season. Berglund just finished up his senior year at uh, UMass Lowell. He was the captain of the Riverhawks in his senior year, his fourth year with the program 27 points in 36 games he was plus 12 note check that plus seven with 12 penalty minutes uh there you go but uh he is reporting to bakersfield pretty well immediately here on an amateur tryout offer so let's see if this two-way forward can't make uh, a little bit of an impact here with the franchise i know the cupboards bob i would suggest are a little bit thin as far as prospects go they're deeper at forward than they are in defense so. but i have a theory on defense hmm. yes you know you want to you know what i would do if i was the orders next so. year I'd sign, all right, I'd sign a number seven defenseman for the NHL, and, and like, Nima Linen's going to have to come up and, and earn a spot, even though he's on a one-way next year. Uh, so I'd sign a good veteran one-way that can stay healthy, and then I'd sign two more defensemen uh, for the American League, one left shot, one right shot, that are experienced guys that can come up as 9-10 uh, defensemen with Nima Linen down there next year as well. That's what I would do. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And when we return from the cult of hockey, David Staples.